Welcome to 22 Motivational Minutes with Marlo, our brand performance podcast, where we connect and collaborate with other self-sustaining entrepreneurs, authors, and experts. Hi, I'm Marlo Higgins, your Chief Inspirational Officer. I like to say when we perform, we get paid. This podcast focuses on the areas of confidence, mindset, leadership, and performance, which all lead to increased revenues and sales. As your Chief Inspirational Officer, I'm focused on the development of people by unearthing their values, talents, and self-worth, otherwise known as that self-esteem factor. People matter, self-worth matters, time matters. When it all aligns, everything works. All right. Welcome to this week's episode of 22 Motivational Minutes with Marlo. This is our brand performance podcast, and we love to hear from experts and authors and just fascinating people. You know, Shelly Phillips was somebody who I saw on LinkedIn We had a beautiful communication. I said, girl, you're somebody that needs to have her message put out there in a different light. Would you be a a guest of ours? And so Shelly and I have connected, learned more about each other. You know, Shelly, she's an author. She's a speaker. She's a coach. We're going to dig into her book that she writes about career branding and just the essence that she brings in that space. So Shelly, thank you so much for being on today's episode. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Okay, so your introduction was very sparse, and I do that for a reason. Tell us who Shelly Phillips is and, you know, in your position, where, what, you're, what you're doing right now. I like to say that uh, Shelly is now a conglomeration of all kinds of things. My background, I began as a journalist. I've worked in radio. I've worked in newspaper. Then I moved into corporate PR, uh, spent some time mentoring college women for about 14 years, and then finally moved into the realm of author, um, getting my own work out instead of telling someone else's story, telling mine, and now trying to work on being able to share with people how they can use those same approaches to tell their story in a way that makes them a success as well. I love it. You know, okay, so where did that stem from? What gave you the grit to say, you know, I'm going to bring my body of work to the world? What's the name of your book? And why did you write it? So the first book that I did was called When in Doubt, Delete It. Basically, the premise of it came from my time in journalism. Because when you get your stories back from your editor, there's all kinds of these marks all over the page. You know, a lot of people say they look kind of like hieroglyphics. You know, you've got your delete mark, you've got your insert mark. Well, I was sitting on my couch one night, and I was editing a newsletter for, um, for my corporate work that I do and, you know, making the marks. And I'm like, oh, wouldn't it be awesome if we had these same edit marks for life? You know, because there's things that we should delete in life. There's things that we should insert into our lives and that there's things that we should begin. And so the book kind of flowed from that. It was one of those just kind of aha moments while you were sitting there. And so From that, we took it and came up with 36 edits that people should apply to their lives to give themselves more joy, clarity, and success. That led to the second book, which is the one that I'm probably the most passionate about right now, the Get Noticed, Get Hired, that'll be actually released in April. So y'all are getting a sneak peek on um, what's about to come. So I combined that with the years that I had worked mentoring college women who were getting ready to enter the workforce. And then also with some coaching that I'd been doing to some clients that were either had taken some time off from their corporate career or were just tired of what they were in and looking to kind of make a move into something else that was that spoke to them on a different kind of level. And so it's all about being able to brand yourself and get your message about who you are, who your skills are, and how you can get those in front of the right people so that you can get noticed and get hired. 
thing that I'm hearing the most, it's so organic, right? You didn't say, I need to do this. It like birthed out of you. And you're like, I need, you know, this is something I, I desire because I hear the level of support that you're bringing through this body of work. I think that right there resonates why people need to be a part of it, need to listen, need to show up. Okay, so you speak on these platforms too, Shelly. Give us some insight when you're giving presentation. You know, what tips, pointers are like, what does that look like when you're on that stage? One of the things I like to tell people the most is don't try to be perfect. I think you can spend so much time trying to be perfect that you really stall yourself. Sometimes it's about being a little bit authentic. You know, if it doesn't resonate with you one way, then that's not what you need to get out there and put in front of people. People are going to respond to the authentic you. They're going to know when, when you're feeling it and when you're passionate about it and when you're talking from the heart and that kind of thing, they know that that's real and people resonate with real. And that's what I really work with clients about is trying to get them to find that balance between, okay, what's professional and what's still real and me? Because when you can get that balance in there, that's your sweet spot. That's where everything kind of comes together and it just kind of flows. So with presentations, I, I don't really script my presentations. I, you know, I have slides and all that kind of stuff like every speaker does, but I really just go through and in my mind or, or on a card or whatever, I've got points that I know I want to make. There's going to be a photo or there's going to be a phrase on that slide or whatever that keeps me on track. And I know, okay, when this comes up, this is what I want to talk about. But I kind of let everything else kind of go organically so that it comes out in a way that's real in that moment. So if you ever hear me do you'll probably never hear of the same presentation twice for me because depending on the audience, depending on questions that get asked, the content's going to change ebb and flow with where you're at in front of the people so that you're giving them what they need and what they deserve from that interaction. And so I think if people can get over that, oh, it's got to be X, Y, Z, one, two, three, you know, just totally perfect. And I've got to make sure I get every word in just right. And then just kind of go with it. I think I think you have a much better chance of connecting with people and, and getting your message and your platform across. You know, as you're speaking that, you know, overscripting kills magic. That's the thing I always like to say, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're too overscripted, you're, you're too rigid and you're not allowing the energy and the space in the room to kind of breathe what that audience needs, because it's different every time, right? When, when you're on stage, it just feels different. And you know that, right? So you're taking your knowledge, right? That's, you, you know what that is, but then you're connecting it in the richest way, and that's why it's so valuable. And just listening to you too, Shelly, people are understanding how authentic you are. Okay, so when we're talking about like career branding, can you share a tip or a common theme that you see happen between a lot of people that you can guide us through? So a lot of what I see now is, and, you know, if it has been several years since you've job searched or, you know, like if you're new to the market, you know, one of the things that you may not realize now is that every online application, and that's where the world of the job search really is, is, is online. You're filling out applications, you're going to all these career sites and that kind of thing. And so one of the things you may not realize is there's software running in the background that if you do not format things correctly or use the right phrases or that kind of thing, a human being is never going to even see your resume or your cover letter or anything. So you could be the most qualified candidate out there. And there's not a human that's ever going to know it because the, the system is going to kick you out and it's not going to land in front of, of, of who it needs to be to. So for that point, two, there's two things that I tell people is that first, you need to get real serious about putting your, your marketing pieces, which, and that's what a resume is. It's marketing you to someone. 
you need to get, get real serious about putting those together. You need to do your research on the company, find out what they're looking for. And, you know, we talk a lot about being able to do keywording. And so you're going to want to put the keywords that you find in job descriptions and everything else into that resume and into that cover letter. So that software is going to say, oh, you have at least 80% of what they're talking about. So I'm going to send you through to a real person. The other piece of it is, is that while it's online, that human connection is still very, very valuable. And you need to make the point to be reaching out and networking and, and making those contacts because you've got to be willing to help yourself a little bit of the way too. You know, once you send that online application, I think it's totally fine to reach out to someone on LinkedIn or even pick up the phone and call that office and say, hey, I've submitted this. I just want to make sure that there's a person there that knows that I've done this. Mm -hmm. And can you just verify that you've received the information? It's even greater if you've had that relationship, if you know that that's a company that you're wanting to work for or, or interested in, if you've kind of built that background behind that, you know, you've started interacting with them with a post or you've done something like that ahead of time. So you two have someone that you can go, hey, this may not be your area, but can you point me to who I need to go to? And so, you know, I, I think it's, it's, it's just behooves you to be very smart about your approach and take as much, you know, make as much of what you have to be able to get the biggest impact that you can. Well, and you make a great point. I mean, you have to be your own best advocate because nobody's going to work harder than you're going to work harder for yourself. It takes a lot of spirit and drive to be able to do that and not give up on yourself because, you know, we deal with people as a chief inspirational officer, you know, rejection. There's just a lot of tension and frustration and it's easy to want to just go to the sidelines and just quit and give up, you know, because it's, it's a competitive world out there and especially when you're talking about finding a position. And so it's really cutting through that noise. As I'm speaking, that what kind of value piece can you add to that? Like cutting through the noise and championing yourself to get into that next level space. You know, the first thing is, you know, I, a lot of us were brought up to where you're like, you just don't talk about yourself. That's not, you know, that's not polite. It's a little bit rude. It's a little egotistical, you know, and I really urge people, you know, if you've got to get past that, you can do it in a way that it's not boastful. You can do it in a way that it's just matter of fact. And I just want to share with you, here's what I can do for your company you know, here's why I feel like I'm the best person for you to put in this position. And that's hard for a lot of people because they're not used to talking about themselves. And so, you know, it, it's that fear, you know, like I'm going to do something wrong. I'm going to say something wrong. And I tell people, you know, you just have to kind of move past that. Once you take that first step and you do it the first time, the second time you do it, it's a lot easier. The third time's even more easier than that. So if you can just get comfortable with that idea of being uncomfortable for just a little bit, mm. and that applies just like, everything in life too. I mean, that's my one thing is, just, you know, I tell people just get a little uncomfortable and you're going to, you're just going to like exponentially grow if you can just find that little bit. And the same thing is true with that job search is that, you know, if you'll make that commitment to, okay, I, I'm not going to be afraid to reach out to someone that I don't know and say, here's why I'm the best candidate for you. And, and get past that where you feel like, oh, I'm bragging, I'm being boastful, I'm stepping where I shouldn't step, that you're going to go so much farther you know, I think a, everybody recognizes that, that it's hard for people to talk about themselves. And when you can do it in a way that you've got, you know, your body of proof built to show that not only am I saying this, I can show you where I've done this other places, or I can, you know, I can show you where I've, you know, I've got the classwork behind it. I've worked on these groups. I've worked in teams. I've done these kind of things. 
people are going to give you a chance to, to really show what you can shine at doing. I totally agree with you. And what you're describing there too, Shelly, is that level of confidence, right? And we always like to say, you know, accolades and accomplishments fuel our self-confidence. And so witnessing, you know, what have we been recognized for? What are those things that we're accomplishing? And then if you masterfully put it together in a way that you speak that at a level that other people can connect to, it is not boastful, it's truth. And it's not ego if it's truth. I mean, those are just the shoes you're walking in and it's just how you connect those dots and make that connection. And so right there too is like that richness in relationship and it, it just adds a different layer of value. So you have a course, right? You teach people through coursework. Can you give us some insight about that too? Sure. I have a 30-day online course. It's called Successfully Ever After. And so basically it walks people through, you know, in 30 days, you can have something that you can professionally put in front of someone and feel really great about. But it actually starts at the very beginning of what is branding and goes back to having them assess their social media that's out there already. I have a journalist background, and so I get First Amendment, and I should be able to say and do whatever I want to on my pages and my post. But then you also have to be really smart to stay in time and realize that there's going to be people out there that don't necessarily agree with your opinions and viewpoints. So at a certain point in time, you've got to go, which is the most important to me? Having this free, you know, this spot that I just want to rant on or do whatever I want to do, or do I want to use it to move myself forward professionally and successfully? And so if you're at that point where, hey, I want to use all the tools that I have available to me to move myself forward professionally, then we walk through a brand audit, basically just the same as you would do with a business. What's out there that needs to come away? How can I use what's out there to better highlight my skills and my abilities? How can I highlight my volunteer work that shows that I'm a community advocate, that I have, you know, that I'm doing these things that are, I'm growing myself in these areas. How can I show that, you know, I'm at a conference where I'm learning all these other skills and keeping up. So we walk through a brand audit and we talk about how you can fix some of the things and then how you can improve it going forward. And then how you can come up with a plan for, you know, posting in the future that keeps you on track and moving forward, whether it's articles that are industry related or, you're highlighting great things that are happening in the business world that you would like to, to work for a company that does these same kind of things or, or places that you'd like to see emulated. And then we move into the actual, you know, LinkedIn is, you know, it's the largest online platform for career seekers and employers. And so how to use it effectively. And, you know, there's a lot of algorithms that go behind LinkedIn, just like there is on Facebook and Twitter and everything else that makes you someone that shows up and searches. And so we walk through how you can set up your profile and do those kind of things so that you can get the biggest bang for your buck on that platform. I encourage people to do LinkedIn first before they start their resume, because if you've got everything built out on LinkedIn, you've got every piece that you need to put together a successful resume too. So instead of having to look for it all the time, get it all ready in one piece, and then you can kind of build off of it from there. So we move into building your resume, your cover letters, and then how to you know, really sell yourself in an interview. And we do it in 30 days. So, uh, you know, if you're willing to invest 20, 30 minutes a day, we can get you something that can get you really started right there and, mm. and, and land you in that interview seat for that dream job. Okay. So who is this designed for? You know, when you built this, Shelly, like who, who's that perfect audience to partake in what you've just offered? So the perfect audience is someone that has not searched for a job in say the last, you know, three, five years. Uh, because it's kind of changed the way that you kind of go about doing that. And there's a lot of more tools available to you to be able to showcase you. 
or it's also designed for the person that's right out of college looking for that job in that degree field. One of the things I see a lot, I, I spent 14 years mentoring college women as they were leaving um, the university and hitting you know, their first career life. And one of the things I see is a lot of them just took whatever job was out there available. They got stuck in that. So, you know, and then they keep looking for one and they're like, oh, well, you worked here. And so you weren't using the skills. And, you know, two years down the road, they were having people tell them that, oh, well, you never put your skills to work. So you never grew them. So you're not eligible for this spot yet. And so I I think it kind of does yourself a disservice if you just take any old thing that first comes by. And, you know, I understand you're paying the bills and you've got loans to pay back and that kind of thing. I get it. I get the real world. We've all lived in it. But, you know, you also have to set yourself up for success, too. And there's a lot of there's a lot of research that shows that if you take a job that doesn't require a degree when you get out of school, that 10 years later, you'll still be in a field that doesn't require a degree or you'll be about ten thousand dollars below what someone who took one in salary going forward is. And you will stay that way perpetually because of where you started from and where they started from. And so by investing a little up front, waiting for that right offer to come about, then you can set yourself up for such a, you know, such a a more successful career path. Mm. And, you know, and that leads me to like, um, just through my experience and and having people of being my product for a life is, you know, go into that position because we teach confidence, you know, position that you're somewhat interviewing them. And it kind of releases the tension a little bit too and kind of takes the focus off of you. It kind of positions your mindset and your reframing to ask the kinds of questions to say, hey, do they qualify for Cindy Lou Who? Because, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm this person and I know what I bring to the table. And so understanding your worth and your value and those talents, you know, pulling that forward in that conversation, I think can be very serving when we initiate those conversations. I think that really supports a lot of success as well too. So, yeah. You know, with with things out there today, like Glassdoor and sites like that, you know, you can really get a good idea of what that culture is at that organization that you're looking for. And so it really is, you can set yourself up for, I want to work for an organization that I know is going to invest in their people and that they're going to put me forward and they're going to put me on a plan that's going to help me grow and that kind of thing. And so when when you ask those right questions at the interview, you know that you're going to be in a spot that you're going to thrive in down the road. Mm, love it. Okay. So as we end out the episode here and it goes so fast and you've just given us such great information and knowledge, Shelly, where can we connect you? Where can we find your book? What's that look like? Books available on Amazon. The When in Doubt Deleted is out now. Get Noticed, Get Hired will be out in April. Uh, any bookstore, you can get them at, you know, any of the, any of the major retailer kind of things. You can find me online at ShellyPhillips.com, which is C-H-E-L-L-I-E. P-H-I-L-L-I-P-S dot com. I'm on all the social platforms. Um, so, you know, I'd love for people to connect with me. Uh, the course Successfully Ever After is located on Teachable. And so, it, you know, it's out there for anyone to find. I love it. Okay, this has been so powerful. Thank you so much, Shelly. So the way if this episode inspires you, you can also go to our website, marlohiggins.com, where you can connect to Shelly. You will have it in the show notes, all of those different things that she just aligns. And if this episode inspired you and you would like to connect and learn more, join us over on our Perform and Get Paid Facebook page. And that's where we'll engage and interact and um, answer any questions that you have from this episode. Again, this was just a delight, Shelly. Thank you so much for this. Thank you. I've appreciated being able to share with your audience. Absolutely. Okay. This is Marlo Higgins, your host and chief inspirational officer. Have an awesome rest of your day and we'll see you again next week. 
As your Chief Inspirational Officer, I coach executives to gain clarity and remove self-doubt to increase performance in sales. Let's continue the conversation. Join me at www.maverickcommunity.com where you can message me directly. Did you like this podcast? If so, subscribe and share with all of your friends. And if you want even more awesome resources to increase revenues and sales, plus personal insights from me that I only share in email, get yourself over to marlohiggins.com and sign up for the email updates. To book a complimentary coaching session with me, simply visit marlohiggins.com and click on the work with me tab to schedule a call. Did you know that we offer a monthly workshop series? Maverick U is for leaders who want to recognize, inspire, and motivate their teams to higher performance. Once again, visit marlohiggins.com to register. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll catch you next week on 22 Motivational Minutes with Marlo. If you're into it, subscribe and leave a review. Tell all of your friends. We would sure appreciate it.